Hello, everyone, and we're back with part two of our two-part series on forgiveness. And today we're going to cover the third truth about forgiveness, which is that forgiveness is freeing. Before we jump in, though, quick recap on the two truths. Truth number one, we said forgiveness is required, and we shared a bunch of scriptures that speak to that. So make sure you go back and listen to part one and even the intro to find out more about that. And then truth number two, forgiveness is not dependent upon another person's apology. And so we fleshed that out a little bit and also touched a bit on the difference between forgiveness as well as um, reconciliation. So we talked about the difference between those two. Yeah, and that's a tough one, as we discussed, because it can be tempting to say, I'm not going to forgive unless this happens, right? So, And truth three builds on these other two, which is, I think, appropriate. So truth three, forgiveness is freeing. What do you think? Well, I think it's good. (laughs) I think it's true. I think along with this, I just... There are so many benefits to forgiveness, right? And and so I kind of think of this truth in that vein as well. Yeah, and we, we've done this before, but whenever we go through some of these topics, we'll say the science backs up the Bible so many times. And I think we have a few examples here. I know you, you had a couple that you put in here. Did you want to go through those? Yeah, we can go through those. So... I did a decent amount of research just on different health benefits of of forgiveness and being forgiving. So I'm going to go through some of those first here, and uh, Mark, chime in when yeah. when you have something to add. Okay, so I will start off with this first one. This came from the Journal of Health Psychology, and these researchers were exploring the relationship among stress and psychological well-being and and forgiveness. So psychological well-being is just mental health, okay? And what they found, as expected, that people who had greater levels of accumulated lifetime stress exhibited worse mental health outcomes. So the more lifetime stress they had, um, the worse their psychological mm. well-being was, okay? Seems, but, seems yeah. Right. I think people would agree with that. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, but among the subset of volunteers who scored high on measures of forgiveness, high lifetime stress did not predict poor mental health. Wow. Right. So they went on to say that the power of forgiveness to erase that link was surprising. They said, we thought forgiveness would knock something off the relationship between stress and psychological distress or poor mental health outcomes, but we didn't expect it to zero it out. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? I thought that was, yeah. Well, because you get stressed from so many things in your life, your work, your job, you know, your, it can be relationships, obviously, mm-hmm. it could be, yeah, health issues that you end up having. But the fact that people that have high levels of forgiveness can actually zero out the health outcomes for people that have high stress for their life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty incredible. I, I thought so, too. So... Okay, so, so that's a good one. Yes. Okay. Okay, so along those same lines, these were the same researchers. They followed participants for five weeks and measured how their levels of forgiveness, um, you know, went up and down. 
And so when their forgiveness rose, when they were more forgiving, their levels of stress went down. And then that reduced stress level in turn led to a decrease in mental health symptoms. So, you know, we, we continue to see that, that relationship there, which. Yeah. Well, I think that's those two help each other. So Mm -hmm. if you have a stress, a high stress life, Forgiveness can actually zero out the health outcomes of a high-stress life. And forgiveness itself reduces stress. Yeah. So double positive, I guess, there. Good. Okay, I'm going to give one more with regard to mental health. So stick with me, okay? Okay, so let's see. This was just on um, the Psychology Today website from some different researchers. But it says that there's a growing body of research showing that as people forgive and I'm going to quote them, as people forgive by exercising the moral virtue of forgiveness by trying to be good within reason toward an offending person. So this is saying they're exercising forgiveness by being kind towards their enemy, if you will, Mm -hmm. or towards the person who offended them. Then the forgiver can reduce not only in anger, but also in anxiety and depression and improve in self-esteem and hope. And then it went on to say there's way more reasons to forgive than that, but um, that this can make a substantial difference to the forgiver's health. And I thought that was interesting, right? Because we know from Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verse 27 and 28, this is Jesus speaking. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. And right here, we're seeing the science showing the health benefits of doing exactly what Jesus told us to do. Unsurprising to those of us who are believers, <laughs> but yes, the science is backing up scripture again and again and again. I know. And it just, you, I know you can't see me, but those of you listening, but I just smiled ear to ear when mm. this happened. It's just like, yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. You know? <laughs> so that's mental health. Yeah. Which, very compelling. So reduce stress. Zero out the health mm-hmm. outcomes of stress itself. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, yeah, even whenever you're forgiving those, it actually uh, reduces anxiety and depression and improves self-esteem. So mm-hmm. very compelling case on the mental health side. Yeah. But there's more. Right. So just really briefly, physical health benefits. So um, studies are finding that the act of forgiveness can, let's see, lower the risk of heart attack, improve cholesterol levels, improve sleep, reduce pain, reduce blood pressure, and um, also, you know, levels of anxiety and, and so on and so forth, which we talked about with mental health. So um, the other piece to this is that research is pointing to an increase in the forgiveness health connection as you get older. So as you age, they're finding a stronger connection between how forgiving you are and health. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this comes from Hopkins Medicine. So this is really compelling case that's being built here around mental health, physical health. In fact, it's almost to me, I would, I expected we were going to find, yeah, there's benefit, but the overwhelming research seems to show that there's massive benefit to mm-hmm. forgiveness. Yeah. So it's even a bit, I think it's surprising to me Yeah. in a good way. Yeah. I like it. So let's keep going a little bit because there's another part of it. So the, the truth here is forgiveness is freeing. And we're talk- we talked a little bit about how it's freeing from a health perspective mm-hmm. because it doesn't 
keep you bound up, you know, and if you don't forgive, you actually have anger, higher anxiety or in higher stress. So it's associated with, with these things, but there's also more, yeah, let's get into the scripture maybe a little bit, which is if you're not forgiving, it means you are actively sinning because it's a command to forgive. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're actually out of alignment with God's will and there's a great scripture here that's very simple. Jesus, when he was teaching in John eight thirty four, he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. And so quite literally, holding on and not forgiving, forgiving makes you a slave to sin. And of course, you can be a slave to many, many sins. It's just we're talking about forgiveness today. And forgiveness is sneaky because you can do it passively, sort of. You can just hold it. And and you can keep it, right? And so I think this is a very important one. Scripture tells us, in fact, you can be enslaved to sin. And if you think about it, technically it makes sense. So if you are holding, for, withholding forgiveness from someone until something happens, that means they do this or they apologize or they apologize and they somehow make amends. It means that you are giving them control over what you do you're saying no they have to do something so it's all in their control Mm -hmm. and so you're just you're sort of being held to whatever they decide so even though you may feel like oh i'm the one in control no actually you've given that control elsewhere and you're quite literally sort of enslaved to that sin of not forgiving um and yeah it plays out technically that way too with people because you're saying until they do this so giving them the control I'm going to not forgive. So quite literally, forgiving is freeing. Right. So, you know, you're talking about holding on to a grudge or or withholding forgiveness. And so if we think about that, some ways or some hints maybe that we might be doing that would be the amount of mental energy you find yourself exerting towards this situation or this person who offended you in some way. So how much time are you thinking about the situation? And then also what feelings is that bringing up in you, right? And my guess is if you're holding a grudge or withholding forgiveness, you're going to, it's going to create a lot of either anxiety, anger, frustration, bitterness, hate, maybe Mm. even. And so If when you think about that person who wronged you in some way, those feelings are coming up, it's probably a good indicator that, you know, there's some unforgiveness Mm. there. And that's kind of scary as well, because we know from scripture that anger gives a foothold to the devil and that like who wants that, you know, and and then that's another way that, right, obviously we're not free if we're if the devil has a foothold, then, then we're not freed by any mm-hmm. means. So anyway, just something to think about there. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually, and we'll post to it. There's a, there's a whole section and got questions which we've used many times about grudges. It's a good, I think, place to go look. Yeah, read. I agree. They had some good information there. Now, when we forgive the person who offended us, we release all those negative emotions And we surrender all of that to the Lord and we trust the Lord at his word when, when he says he will, he will 
take revenge. Vengeance is his. And and we see in, in Romans 12, 19, in fact, it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. And the scriptures uh, that Romans is referring to is back in the Old Testament in Deuteronomy. So we see right here, you Revenge is not ours to have anyway, and we need to trust the Lord at his word when he says he's going to take care of it with his righteous anger. He'll take care of it in a much better way than than we could anyway. And it may not make sense to us, or it may not be the way we would do it, right? Um, but but we have to trust the God of the universe. Yep, exactly. And we talked about this a little bit last time which and we use this scripture from ecclesiastes which was ecclesiastes 12 14 god will judge us for everything we do including every secret thing whether good or bad exactly to your point though you know god also provides this provision for us (laughs) in his son jesus christ so to your point he's got it so when you forgive someone you're not quote unquote letting them off the hook you know that god has this under control so yeah, really important. So, wow. I mean, looking at this one and looking at the mental health benefits, the physical benefits, the scriptural confirmation mm-hmm. and commands, mm-hmm. very compelling that forgiveness is freeing. It's good. And maybe just taking a second here to tell all of you that might be listening to this, if you're holding on to some grudge, if you're not forgiving... Trust what the Lord says. Clearly, plain as day, it's required. It's not dependent on another person's apology. And it's incredibly freeing. And you're not letting anyone off the hook. God will take care of it. He's clear about that. So give it a shot. Trust God at his word. And then reap the benefits physically, mentally, and through your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. I'd like to pray to close this out today. Is that all right with you? Yeah, that sounds great. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today just grateful for who you are and that um, you are forgiving and that you give us a model of how to forgive and commands to forgive, Lord, because that's what's best for us, Lord. We know you have good in mind for us, and so we we trust you in that, Lord. I just pray that for anyone listening today, Lord, if there is any bitterness in their heart or or um, any grudge that they are holding towards someone, if there is any unforgiveness in their heart, Lord, that you would penetrate through that, Lord, that they would be um, just so compelled to forgive that um, they would do it right now, Lord, that they would turn to you and and surrender all of that negative emotion, all of that unforgiveness, Lord, to you, and um, just begin to restore their relationship with you, Lord, and also just to experience all the benefits there are in forgiving. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.